Hi, this is Psyche Kami. Thanks for tuning in. You guys are listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Powie. I know you don't want to hear another sad song. You can turn it off. I don't really give a... But this is how I feel and it might be so wrong. Maybe if I'm real, it'll make me rich. Hey, boy, what you say, boy? I know I said we were cool, but I'm really not okay, boy. Sorry, I'm not sorry. You never grow up and you'll always stay heartless. I'm the kind of girl that you don't want to Hey guys, thanks for listening to another show right here on Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Hey Troy, where can they find us? Yeah, they can get us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We even have a YouTube channel out there, Howie. And the rarely used Twitter. We did start <laughs> off using Twitter pretty often, but uh, we've, we've yeah. you know, cut back on that a little bit, but it's still there. And if you want to email us, you can do that as well. You can email me, staytunedtnh at gmail.com, or you can email Howie, staytunedhowie at gmail.com. So... It's about all I have, Howie. You have anything to add to that? Well, you know what, Troy? Uh, I just want to just let the listeners know to just keep listening. You know, not only listen, but like, share, follow, and subscribe to everything that we put out there, whether it's social media or just our simple podcasts. You know, just, just listen, guys. Enjoy. Hey, all. What's up? This is Brian from Data Monster Customs. Are you looking for that unique gift for your spouse, sibling, child, boss, or anyone for every occasion? Well, we do one-of-a-kind personalized figures. Check us out on Instagram at DataMonster, that's D-A-D-D-A-M-O-N-S-T-E-R, or just put DataMonster into the Google machine and check out everything we can do for you. Once again, this is Brian for DataMonster Customs.
All right, and uh, welcome to another special episode here. Stay tuned with Troy and Howie. And uh, well, we have a, another guest. Uh, probably no one saw it coming except for this person because she had that ability. And uh, it is Kami, um, who could, uh, who is also a uh, psychic. And uh, are you a psychic medium or just a psychic? Or how do you how what is that official title? Okay, so my official title, and so this is so this is a little bit out there, is channel psychic and medium, and we can totally talk about what a channel is at any point in this conversation. But that's my official title, channel psychic and medium. You'll find me at psychicamy.com. Awesome, and all right. Well, you know what? Since you brought it up, tell us what is it. Well, so first of all, though, I want to say thank you guys for having me back. How lucky am I to be in your guys' presence again? I really, really oh, thank um, you. I'm thankful. Like I love chit chatting with people. I love anything that you know we can talk about that spreads knowledge and light and just kind of gets everybody kind of thinking and in their feelings. I love all of that. What was your question specifically? What's a psychic? Was that a channel? Uh, well, a channel. A channel. Okay, great. So that so that that's a great question because there aren't a lot of people out there that use that word as a title for themselves. But that's really what I am. Um, I. <clears throat> The way that my gift works is um, the pre the predominance of my work is done before I ever meet you. I sit in a space like I've been here today and I write out things that I want to share with you because spirit has told me to. And that's called channeling rather than okay. being a psychic. We're in the moment. I'm also that I'm very in the moment too, but being a psychic means that um, I'm here present with you. So, so, so a channel is like, it, it just comes through almost like a radio antenna and I write okay. it out. And so that's kind of what a channel is. Great okay, question. so there could be no rhyme or reason to what you receive. It just happens, and you just happen to be that um, absorber, so to speak. Much like a radio. Okay, mm -hmm. awesome. Very it's interesting. A transmitter. That's a better word, I think, than absorber. Definitely transmitter. <laughs> okay, there you go. You never know yeah, because you do absorb it, but then you also transmit it right back out again, so... Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it just, it just like plays through me. That's a, that's a great way of thinking about it too. When you said yeah. about channel, mm -hmm. the first thing that came to my mind, and and this is where I thought you were going to go, was um, somebody trying to get in touch with with a lost loved one or you know something like that, and you being okay. that channel that can speak from the loved oh, one that's I see lost to to the one that's also still present. Works also works just like that too in some instances and so so that being able to communicate with people that have passed animals that kind of stuff that's done through mediumship but mm -hmm. you're right in a way that channeling is allowing things much just to sort of flow through you a really great historical example of a channel is the oracle of delphi most of us have heard about it if you're somewhere I in have the not. <laughs> no <laughs> No, you didn't have to take like ancient Greece. And I mean, I, I will tell you if it didn't have anything to do with American history, I pretty much didn't pay attention. <laughs> like, oh, well, let's expand your horizons a little bit today, Troy. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, the Oracle of Delphi was a woman that uh, back in Greece, so she would go into these caves that admitted gases and she would sit on a chair in front of these gases and whatever would happen would happen to her chemically. But a lot of things would just come straight out of her mouth and she was very prophetic. And so that's yeah. the Oracle of Delphi. And so that's very much channeling. But what you're referring to when somebody really just kind of comes out of my mouth, is mouth is something different. It's called, even though it's mediumship, <clears throat> 
it's called blending and merging. And I've had mm. just a couple of occasions like this. And this is actually how I woke up. My sister did this to me the day after she passed away. That blending and merging is when a spirit comes and shares my body. My voice will change. It'll get really like, even if there's just someone oh, around wow. me, my voice will change. It'll get very like hard for me to breathe sometimes. And so, so I do these free public readings every Wednesday on my Facebook page, like in Kami. And sometimes people will ask me, you know, to talk about their loved ones. And I usually decline because it can be almost like a choking feeling for me to have to share my space. And literally there have been very rare occasions where my energy just vibes completely with another person that's passed on and their voice will come out of me. And it's very strange. Like if they mm. have like a Northern or Eastern accent or something like that. Oh, wow. It's, it's, it's quite, it's quite a, uh, it's quite a, like a rough process for me as a person you really have to, yeah. like, it's like drowning. They say you have to kind of like lean into it and let yourself relax. It's kind of the same process for me. So long, long answer to probably yeah. video's your question. Howie, real quick, are we okay? I saw something popped up on my screen here. Uh, Yeah, you should be okay. It's okay. it's back. It's up and running again. Okay. So, I just wanted to make yep, sure before we kept going. It'll um, always, yep, it'll always record. As long as your video is on, you're good. Okay. Um. So, Kami, like, the Again, one of the first things that came to my head as you're explaining this this uh, this channeling of of past um, people that you might be trying to get in contact with, the the, the ever so famous movie Ghost and uh, Whoopi Goldberg is is the medium in that movie, and how much is that close to what yeah. you're feeling? Yeah, yeah, yes. They 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 got it pretty close. Yes. Wow. Oh, wow. I mean, so, so you're like literally feeling what that person is or yes. that, um, I don't even know what you want to call spirit or, or whatever spirit, is spirit feeling. Person. Yeah. Spirit person. Yeah. yeah for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And, and so to that note too, um, souls that have passed over, they feel things way intensely more than we do and so that means when I'm, they share me like i feel things extremely intensely it's very mm. like i'll cry like it's a very very interesting experience for me okay I, I remember part of that movie was like it, it took so much energy out of her to do that mm. and so so that's that's even that part of it's really pretty true like Intense. yeah wow that's yeah that's incredible like, so well, how somebody... scary is that? I mean, like when, oh, it's very when scary. That, yeah, like, cause do you like when that happens to you, do you have an idea who that spirit is or where they came from or, uh, or I mean, because mm -hmm. for me, it'd be like, I have no, like I, if I didn't know who it was and, you know, and they're trying to communicate through me, I would be pretty freaked out. And piggybacking off of that, do you, do you have to allow them in, or can they get in without you allowing that? So, okay, so that's that's that that's the ticket right there. So I have been so blessed. Very very early on, I asked the universe to provide me with mentors, and one of my mentors taught me something. Thank God, her name is Margaret Selby, lovely woman, <laughs> um, very funny, um, and she taught me that um, my gift is at my discretion. And that um, I'm allowed to have rules for how I want them to interact with me. Okay. And so, so one of my rules is no one's allowed in my bedroom because I don't want to be afraid. Okay. <laughs> and right. So, 
Yeah. And, but, but let me tell you what, on very rare occasions, I'll see someone and they'll, <laughs> I used to have a sliding glass door off of the house that I lived in. And I saw this Indian woman, Native American woman standing on the other side of the door. Like they, they're pretty, you know, hip to the trip, but, but they're very, you know, <laughs> I'm allowed to have rules too. And so if I don't want the connection. I don't have it. And I can tell you 99% of the time, I don't want the connection. And so unless there is someone really strong with a message, some random person, that's not what happens. But let me tell you what happens all the time is I get psychic messages about people all the time. That never stops. Oh, really? So, so when so, your sister, your sister, when, when that happened with your sister, hmm. did she take over your body at that yes. point? Is that so yes. how did that happen, though, if you, you didn't know how to control that at that point? There's no, but, but you know, there is no like control in, in that moment. Let me say that there's no control in that moment. It's very like a symbiotic, like like it's emerging. But from a bigger perspective, you know, what happened with, with my sister and for those of the people that are new to the audience that don't know, my sister passed in 2016 um, and the morning afterwards, subsequently, I had an experience, which I'm going to share with you. And I woke up like this. <laughs> um, but but what happened with my sister? Um, uh Oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. Help me out here, Troy. Well, about, so about, about um, how she got into your being okay. without... Thank you. Yeah. So so that part, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I was in a state of fatigue because I had been up for so long. She was... Um, my sister herself was... Um, really, really energetically powerful in that moment. She left behind two very little children. Like she really needed to come through. And so, so a lot of it, I think it was her and then me just being a numb and just numb. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I think that happened. But, but in, in a bigger, like spiritual sense, it's really all about vibrations and energies lining up at the same time and matching. And in that moment, my energy matched hers and allowed her to come through. Yeah. Now, are you, are you still in communication with your sister? Not very often. And so probably, so she passed in 16, probably in 17 i remember i was laying in her room she she had lived with my mom most most of her life even as an adult i was okay. laying in her room and it was a sunny day and i fell asleep and i had a very vivid dream and she came to me and she says i'm not going to be around much i have a job now and i said well what's your job and she says i go and comfort little children when their parents have passed until help comes huh Oh, wow. So, so, so I don't get a lot from her. It, it kind of also like now too is like cyclical, like right around her um, heaven anniversary, around her um, death anniversary and her regular birthday, which was um, June 24th. Um, okay. Around those times, I'll feel more of her or if there's something going on with her children who I, I co-parent with my mom, like she'll be around more, but okay. I don't get a lot from her now. But let me say that she was the, my teacher. She was my teacher when she passed away. I learned so much from her every single night. Mm. I would have these visions and dreams, and it was really, really, really beautiful. Okay. Now, was she ever um, a person who uh, experienced the same thing that you do, uh, that you do currently? Uh, not that I know of, like, to this degree, but, but she and I were always very uh, telepathic together. You know, okay. uh, it was just me and her, and um, and 
like lights would flicker if we would be together and if we were just cackling and having a good time and we always used to joke oh that was one of our grandmothers or mm. you know stuff stuff like that um yeah my sister was much more of uh i mean she might have uh but but my sister you know had a very big drug problem and those certainly interfere with any kind of connection with source or god mm. 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 yeah okay yeah Look, look, it's okay. Like I, I, I fully, so in my sister's death, I received many things. Okay. And that's how I look at it. And so, you know, one of the things that I received is the ability to be here with you today. Like this. Yeah. Really yeah. Great. I mean, yeah. I, I do find it fascinating. I really do. And it's just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's interesting. And I think Troy was kind of touching on it before we started recording, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, I find it fascinating. I, I tend to, um, you know, believe in it to, to an extent. Um, but obviously there are a lot of people out there that, um, that kind of fake their way through it. You know, let's be honest, you know, where, especially if you're watching some of these, um, uh, ghost hunting shows and such, you know, and you see some of these people that come on there to claim to be, um, you know, psychic (laughs) mediums and, and you can just tell like the way they're acting. It's like, Oh my gosh, I don't know about this. You know, just ghost hunting in general, Howie, right. How they, you know, they have to, uh, portray it to make it look like they saw these beings or whatever, these spirits in these hospitals and, and prisons and stuff like that. And, um, so, so it really does, lead to you know people to, to think you know there's some skepticism behind it you know mm-hmm. yeah um, because so as much I as i want to believe yeah and as much as i want to believe it's like you know then then i watch one of these shows and i'm like are, are you freaking kidding me <laughs> you know yeah, um, like not just like the ghost hunting stuff like miss cleo yes like all of those like call lines and like how oh yeah and like all of that stuff has really like given folks some skepticism and then on top of that let's add in a dash of um religion and things like that which i don't yeah. really want to get into but 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 really so so we are and, and this is my personal belief i believe that unfortunately from the moment we're born we are uh by uh, society and our own mind thinking and, and trickery like that sort of push mm-hmm. further and further away from source and that's you know part of the way that it is done but anyways yeah so so how do you how do you deal with um situations like that like because i mean in a way they're they're almost trying to, i'm not saying they're trying but it, in a way it it can sometimes discredit what you do um and you know and discredit your your uh, genuineness mm-hmm. and your and your consistency at it um like how how do you do you ever have to confront any of that kind of stuff um with clients and so forth I don't. Good. I don't. Every once in a while, I have people that are skeptical, and um, I'll tell you guys what I tell them is I love a skeptic because okay. I know the frequency of which I am accurate. Come at me. I'm going to make <laughs> I've made many, but I've made many people a believer. I've watched people fall out of their seats after and during a reading with me. Yeah. I've made many people a believer. Yeah, and one, okay. of the, one of the examples I brought up, you know, before we started recording was like, mm. you know, well, if you're a psychic, then, you know, why aren't you telling me the, why aren't you, a, why aren't you a millionaire? Why don't you know the lottery numbers tomorrow? You know what I mean? Like, um, and, sure. and I liked your response to that. Do you want to share that? 
Yeah. So, so, so why don't I know? And then I'll tell you why you don't know. But why don't I know a lot of lottery numbers is because um, I 100% would be on a beach somewhere and you would know. <laughs> and, and that is kind of like the plight of people, I think, that are genuine light beings and really trying to help. Like, we're here to help. We're, you know, you know. My retirement is not coming anytime soon. That's why I need lottery numbers. But what we, but you and I were talking about too is one. I just want to say I don't know any psychic that's ever got the lottery numbers, and I don't. I don't know that I know anybody that's gotten lotto numbers from a psychic before either. Let me just say that. Um, but but two, you know, every psychic is different. So for me personally, um, I'm not good with things like that. Nor am I good with lost things. I'm so so with pets. You know, I'm pretty mm-hmm. good with medical stuff. Like we're all very different yeah. and so while I can't speak to other people I can tell you that's why I don't my my mm-hmm. team specializes in healing conversations and you know what I don't even know that anybody's ever asked me for lottery numbers <laughs> well, well then, uh, except for Troy <laughs> I think I also said I'm not here for the dog and pony show <laughs> but you know, um, you, know you, you kind of you kind of briefly touched on animals and I'll tell you what um, when it comes to animals I feel like animals have a lot of ability to see things and and um, see things or Sense hear things, things that we don't mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and uh, I'll hear, give you an you example you want to hear a story you want to hear a story yeah, yeah. Go ahead, okay. and I'll share your mind right. too, because this is when I kind of started. Like, eh, this this could be legit. So, so animals, I think, are amazing creatures. I just want to say that, and I do believe they choose us. Every animal that mm-hmm. comes to us chooses us because they have a purpose with us. Okay, so this is before I was awake. I was just like a regular old office worker doing my thing, and yeah. um, I remember this very vividly. I, it was my birthday, and I would take the day off, and I was in bed. And I had a great Dane named Macy. She's beautiful, mm-hmm. great, great Dane. And we were in bed cuddling. I was just kind of waking up a little bit. And I felt someone hug me from behind. And I was like, what is this? And I heard a voice say, nobody's remembered me in a long time. And I saw hmm. in my dreamish kind of state my friend Ricky Becca, who was a childhood neighborhood kid. We weren't great friends, but um, I, I, I did not know that that time that morning that he had passed. That's a whole different thing. So, so I'd seen, you know, heard, you know, it's Ricky Becca. And um, so I was like, well, that was interesting. And I got up about my day. My morning routine was I kept my dog food out in the garage. And every morning, Macy and I together would go out to my garage and get her food and we'd go back in. So that morning, I get up, she and I go out to the garage. And in the corner of my garage, I saw um, Ricky Becca. And oh. at the side of my eye, I saw my dog's back arch up really high. And she backed out of the garage and went in the house really fast. Oh, and wow. are incredibly perceptive. Incredibly yeah. Perceptive. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, when my um, – I had a um... – a Dalmatian uh, that had passed away and she passed away in my uh, family room. She was on her, um, she ended up passing away on her uh, little like dog bed or whatever. And, um, and it was under the window. And, um, and then later on, you know, year, a couple years later, we end up getting another uh, dog and, uh, and that dog um, very frequently would always go to that particular area and you can just see it's staring at something that I am not seeing. And yeah. uh, a couple times she would like wag her tail or even have like a slight growl. And I'm like, 
Oh my gosh. I wonder if that's her seeing the, you know, the previous dog and, you know, if the spirit is like still there and, you know, in the exact same spot where she passed away, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. you know, I believe our little animal friends also kind of stay with us until we pass over and we're all re- mm-hmm. reunited at that point in time. Absolutely. That was your little doggy. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm so glad that, that she, that she remained on um, mm-hmm. and just continue to protect and love the family. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. It's just interesting. I, I always thought that, you know, I always felt with like animals, they definitely have like a sixth sense going on. They have a sixth sense and they have their own, I, I believe that they have their own like healing abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, there are animals called what we call heart animals in my industry. And these are animals that um, come to help heal your heart through theirs. And my other great Dane Kiki, she was my heart animal. Mm. She would love to hug. She would always want to look me in the eye. She like, got a lot of healing from her. And what I learned from her too was I learned she was a very sick animal. I took very good oh. care of her for 10 years. And I learned how to unconditionally love a being. And so um, they're yeah. just wonderful gifts to us. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we're, we're speaking with Psychic Kami, and that's uh, K-A-M-I. PsychicKami.com. So you can also find her on like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all those fun things. And all if you want to book an appointment, just psychicami at gmail.com, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And or, I mean, there's tons of links everywhere too, but psychicami will also take, com will also take you to a little booking tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. And so, if I remember correctly, you're living in that hole in the ground you called Sacramento, right? I forget how you <laughs> referred to it when we were last on. <laughs> worse. Worse. I'm living in the hole in the ground called Fresno. <laughs> oh. <where> <laughs> It is the armpit of California. That's what it was. That's what it the was. armpit. Yeah. Yes, that's what I remembered yeah. it being called. We've been trying to like remarket it for us, like by calling it Fres Yes. The city's been calling it Fres Yes. There you go. No, yeah. it's 98 degrees today. It's a no. Oh my. So yes. one thing you touched on there, and I kind of wanted to ask a question based off of that, was you said like animals choose us. Mm. Is it? Like, is that, how do I want to word this? It, is there always a rhyme or some a reason that something like that happened? Not just with mm-hmm. animals, but in general. Is there a reason the ball crossed the street and the kid got hit by the car? Is, like, is, is like yes. stuff like that. Or is there just, or is it just sometimes freak accidents happen? Or, or do you feel there's always a reason something happened? And at least I feel there's always happened. a reason. There's always a reason. 100%. So, so with that being said, before we got on the podcast tonight, I go outside in my backyard and I find a blackbird, baby blackbird that fell out of its nest. So I go get the neighbor, we go get the ladder, we go, we find the nest in the tree and we put the blackbird back in the tree. What would you read into something like that? So, so, um, my, so first of all, my, so, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> You gotta get into yeah, no, I've got so home. much yeah. to say. I have so much to yeah. say about it. Like I'm, I'm competing with myself and them right now for like how, what I want to say to you. But the first thing that I think I want to share with you is my sign for people that have passed over are blackbirds ah. and crows. And so, so I would say that to you. Um, and then, give me a second. Sure. I want to, I'm trying to listen to what they want to say to you about it now. So give me, and also I should say this, I'm clairvoyant. And so I get visions and then I have to like ask what it's about, but. Uh huh. Um, so, 
so um spiritually i feel like uh for some reason and this may be something that's too much and we can you can again we talked about we talked about earlier you can say no but i felt like um uh, i feel like there's probably a lost baby i don't know if you've lost a child that's tied to that animal um well hopefully not um hope that's not a sign of anything to come i mean there is i hope that's not a sign of anything either yeah i mean there is a a grandchild on the way so but um Mm. i really hope that's not a sign of anything um but i think Mm. it's pretty far along for that to happen but sure okay yeah okay i'm wondering though if it's you though like troy like i'm wondering if somewhere in your lifetime maybe there was a miscarriage or uh, a termination or something like that the only thing i can think of is that my mom did have a miscarriage before my sister was born Um, oh that's interesting yeah so. Sometimes I see siblings like that that'll come from the other side. So when when babies don't um, come to fruition, oftentimes they stay with the family because they still want to have part of the experience. Mm-hmm. And so that's quite interesting. So my first go-to was a child that was lost. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so, so take it for what you will, but that's mm-hmm. where I went to. I went to um, someone that's passed on and a child that was lost. And I just feel like that was some kind of contact for you and an opportunity. Interesting. So when you took that time to listen uh, to what was being said to you, like what were some of the things that was going on? Like what was, what was being told to you or what was being communicated? So, so, so backing up to, again, just going back to being clairvoyant as my main gift, I see mm-hmm. visions. And so I've had, a, I've had a lot of people ask me this recently too, like how it works with me. And the best way that I can explain it to folks is that I have visual hallucinations that happen to be true a lot. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, so what will happen in my process is like, I'll get a vision and then I, I don't understand it. It's very infrequent that I'll, I'll be like, Oh, ding, ding, ding. I get that. You know? Um, and so then I have to ask, what do you mean by that? Um, and what do you, what, how do you want me to say it? Like, what do you want? What's the point to say? And so in that moment, um, honestly, I was trying to quiet both of your energies so that I could get a clear channel. I saw a vision. I saw a vision of, I saw the nest. Um, and I saw, again, I heard child on the, I heard child on the other side. Um, and okay. it just, it was just, again, it's like tuning in a radio and sometimes you just get yeah. a little bit of static and a little bit of static until you get a clear message. And so for me, I had to tune the radio for a minute, but it was okay. visions and just asking like, how do I say this? What do you want me to say? How, how it's, yeah. it's how it's a sensitive topic. I just thought of another uh, part B of a question I asked you earlier mm-hmm. about things happening for a reason and such. Mm-hmm. Do you worry that if you tell somebody something that they might need to change about themselves, that uh, that offsets the karma of the universe or whatever? Or That's like, such a great question because I often tell people don't interfere with other people's lessons. When you do that, you prolong and delay them and make them harder and worse. Okay, so I, I totally agree with that. Do I think that it interferes with the karma of the universe? No, because I think the messages come from the universe. Mm. Okay. It's something that the universe is putting out there to be changed. Correct. And and remember, as a channel, I'm getting all of this before I even meet with people. Right. Mm -hmm. This is from the universe, God's source, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Again, I'm just the radio. It's my responsibility to relay it. So, no, I I don't get messages with it. Now, now with your business side of things, um, with with what you do, uh, do people come to you and visit you in person and, uh, or, or is this all either online or over phone or whatever, or email? I think you also do. 
I do email. The majority of my work is done virtually. In fact, I just had a client last week in Dublin and it was so cute. <laughs> so cute. Ah. Um, so I work, I work all around the world. I'm in several different countries. It's 99% um, of it's done virtually. However, um, for a select group of people, I do see them in person. And for a very select group of women, I do host a, every once in a while a get together and it's just a oh, cool thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. It wasn't Ed Holland from Ireland, was it? <laughs> I we, cannot we, disclose anything about uh, my clients. Why? Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, we just interviewed. Yeah, we just interviewed Ed Holland uh, from uh, the band uh, Hurricane Highway, and uh, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, on yeah, he's a uh, he's a cool guy. I could I could kind of see him doing that too for some reason. No, well, I, guess I can't I can't disclose it, but no. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Well, uh, and I know you had mentioned last time, like you, you have actually done some of these readings for um, like stars and and such. Like, to what extent of stars? Like, are we talking like movie stars, athletes, TV? Also, oh, never athletes, TV. Yes, musicians, models, photographers, um, like very um, interesting. People. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. Um, but but not just that. But um, I've read for CEOs of very like prominent household name companies. Like I, you know, this is one thing I'm so passionate about with the messages that come through and from me is that like I get to help shape things on a larger scale because of the people that come to me for readings, and I can't say a lot more than that. And yeah. Um, some really prominent people that that make decisions. Okay. Do you, do you feel cool. people will always wait until? I, I don't know if I would say too late, but if they wait until it's a bad part of their lives to come to you, like no. do you, do you feel? Do you feel it would help if they came to you before they were in a bad spot in their lives and were looking for answers? No, Does that make sense? Um, I don't know if I'm asking it right. Yeah, no, you know, it makes okay. it makes sense. And so, part of the philosophy that I've always had is that people find me when they're ready for the message I have for them. Mm. It doesn't matter whether they're up at top, and I've had folks that are at the top of their game, or and I've had people that are in their car. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. It's just when they are ready for the message, they come. Which kind of goes back to that whole the universe is calling you at this time. This let's go do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really just, you know, yeah, exactly. Just exactly. And that's, that's, you know, a lot of people just tell me, like, I just randomly found you. I don't know how, because well, you needed something. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, question. I have one yeah, other question ahead. written down here, and I want to, it kind of feels like this is a good time to bring it up. So, it, this happened to you kind of just out of nowhere, and you and you weren't expecting it. Is it something that can be learned, or is it only a select few people that this, that can do this? So, you know, so one, that's a personal opinion question, which I'm definitely going to share with you, but I want to preface it by saying that it's a very personal opinion question. There are some folks that are working their gifts like me that will tell you that um, spirit prefers a bloodline, it's easier genetically, um, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I believe that we all have a relationship with source. And I believe that we are conditioned from birth away from that relationship. 
I believe mm. that we are all capable. Now, some people may not have the degree of gifts that I have, but I'm, you know, I'm like a basketball player that plays basketball every day professionally. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like this is what I do. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, whether you're dreaming, whether you have premonitions, whether you have feelings, I believe we are all capable and we all innately have that within us. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, and I'll be honest with you, like, even with me, I, I, like, it, sometimes it scares me, like, even today, I'll be honest mm -hmm. with you, where, um, you know, I was actually thinking about Troy, because I was, I'm working on something, yeah, sorry, yeah, not to, not to make, you know, make Troy feel bigger, and, you know, I don't know, why, too big. I don't know why my ears are rich and all that, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I was actually thinking about something that, that had to do with Troy, and, um, and honestly, within that moment, within seconds, he's messaging me today. Uh, and uh, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is kind of like ironic. But that happens to me all the time. Like if there's somebody I'm specifically thinking about, uh, they'll somehow they'll appear in person or they'll actually send me a text or a snap or whatever. And, and I'm like, how in the hell is this happening? You know, it's funny because right? you – you hear people say that a lot too. Like I was just thinking about you. Or yeah. Like, yeah. And it kind of <laughs> freaks me out. I'll be, you know, it, it just kind of freaks me out. And I'm like, is that, is that something like, um, like when you have that gut feeling, so to speak, does that, does that somehow play a part in what you do? So what you're describing, I think is a couple of different things. I think when you're describing telepathy and I do believe that the more time we spend in relation with each other and mm -hmm. the more open we are with our hearts, the more telepathic we are. So it's not a surprise to me that the two of you would have mm. a telepathic relationship. You, you can also find telepathy quite easily with your mothers. That's a very easy mm. place to practice telepathy. They know. Okay. Right? Um, but, but also, you know, the whole, oh, I was just thinking about you. I personally think that that comes down to one to level the, but, but two, I think it's law of attraction and manifesting too. It's, mm -hmm. it's just as much as us thinking about them as, as, and then that kind of collides us and brings us together like magnets when we put thoughts out there. Yeah. Like Makes sense. Yeah, it does. In fact, it kind of makes more sense now when I hear mm -hmm. twins say that. You know, like they know exactly like they know when they're in trouble or, you know, they know when there's something going on that's bothering the other person. Um, and I and I can see I can see where that would be very true. Um, what a close relationship. Think about that. What a mm -hmm. close relationship those two souls have for nine months. They are right there. Yeah. Freaks me out about created twins, by the same creator. Like there's nothing closer than that. Right. The thing that freaks me out with twins is the ones where they say, like, he stubbed his toe and I felt it. You know what I mean? Like that, that, those are the ones that freak me out like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so, sidebar. so I have a, I have a, um, so there's also, a, also a phenomenon, um, amongst the community. <laughs> um, it's called a twin, I mean, right. It's called a twin flame relationship and it's very much like that. And so, um, people report that when their twin is sick, if they're in separation and they are in contact, like they'll get sick or, Mm -hmm. um, just all sorts of their twins having insomnia, they have it. And so it really does come down to, um, to vibe and frequency. Interesting. Yeah. It's very yeah. interesting. I, I, it's I, yeah. I don't know. all interesting. <laughs> <laughs> very true. And, uh, and I know I kind of touched on it briefly, uh, when we were talking about like, um, the ghost hunters and all that stuff. Um, but it, it does, uh, amaze me. And I, and I think one of the real, like, I don't know, um, when, um, are you familiar with, uh, like, do you watch any of those shows? 
Before I was awake, I watched them, but I don't. Watch oh, them. okay. I, yeah, yeah. I'm very familiar. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. yeah, so um there's one with uh that Jack Osborne, Ozzy's son, does. Oh, yeah. And yeah. uh and I and I happen to be a real fan of him um because his seems to be the most real yeah, of the situations, the ones that I can like, wow, this is legit. And he brings on some like he'll have some psychic mediums uh come onto the show and um and he'll actually blindfold them because he doesn't want them to see anything around like soon as they come off the plane wherever they were and like he'll blindfold them and then they'll show up at the location and they'll just start talking about some of the things that they see and they are experiencing and it's so dead on with where they're at in that moment and um you know and that kind of makes me like you know I like he doesn't have a reason to fake things. Like if he, you know, this isn't something yeah. that he, you know, he he's he just seems got a lot his more. Dad's money. He exactly, money. exactly. He's yeah. he's pretty well financially set, I would think. Yeah. Uh, and um, so I always like watching that just because it's like, wow, this is this is kind of freaked out. Like, would that would that be something that you would be willing to do if somebody approached you? Uh, like for example, Troy, I think we're interviewing somebody like next week. That does ghost hunting. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, like if somebody like that contacted you, um, you know, would you be like open to to going to that location and and sharing what you are experiencing? I love this because about a week ago, with one of the ladies from my occasional ladies group that we have, I said, "I'm bored. We need to start a ghost hunting group in Fresno. I'm bored. <laughs> like I need something to do this summer." <laughs> I was just thinking of that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there it is. There yeah. is. There is. I hear there is a little ghost hunting group here. Would I be open to it? You know, I've thought about that a lot off and on because, um, why not? Okay. So the thing, like, I have to believe that I am as protected as I told you I was earlier. Yeah. That it is on my terms as much as it was earlier. And mm -hmm. it has been for the last seven years, really. So why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, because I actually went on one, um, a coworker of mine years ago, um, probably about five or six years ago, um, invited me to go with her and her boyfriend. And we went to a place called the Haldeman Mansion, which is um, somewhere near Columbia, PA. And, um, and, uh, but uh, we went there and, uh, and this was late at night. And actually uh, some folks that were, that were part of a, a ghost hunting uh, TV show were there that night. And, uh, and it was kind of cool to see how they do things. And, and I'm standing in the uh, mansion at the bottom of the stairs. I'm, I'm literally by myself with, people probably the closest people were like 15 20 feet away and um and i'm listening and i'm hearing people walking at the top of the steps and and i'm like like my head shot like straight up the steps because like what is going on up there and this was like 11 o'clock at night or whatever and uh and and the one guy goes did you hear something did you see and i said yeah i said i heard something as plain as day up up top of the stairs so i quickly ran up to the top of the stairs i wanted to see if i could find something and and uh and i went up there and it was like it was an addict but it was completely empty wow and it that was like when i was like whoa this this could be this you know i mean it, they're they're out there they're, you know i i am definitely i have to say i'm a definite believer um i haven't 
visually seen anything yet, but I have definitely heard things and just things that kind of made me, you know, think twice. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. When I was younger, like a kid, I had a lot of those experiences. And I think that's because I was not one, not open and not like this, the gift. Um, Mm -hmm. But I had a lot of experiences with things like that. In fact, like my first experience period with the paranormal was i saw something i love the paranormal you know the office, yeah i was the child oh it fascinates me to, oh me too when, I, when we went to the library when i was i was the child that would go straight to the occult section this is not a lie i went straight to the occult section i'm like 10 years old like reading about demons <laughs> like i i'm fascinated with the paranormal i've had so many experiences and and so so that that kind of like bump in the night stuff is very different than what i experience on a regular basis i don't experience Mm -hmm. that because i have rules but i have experienced it and i'm fascinated with it and i'm terrified by it and the winchester mystery house have you guys heard of that that name does that does sound familiar to me so, okay, so the ladies in San Jose, California, the lady's husband was the, like, manufacturer and inventor of the Winchester rifle that, you know, oh. killed so many oh. people. And she kind of went mad from guilt of all the people that, that the rifle killed. And she built this crazy house that is, very, like, the stairs, some steps are, like, this big. They lead to nowhere. There's doors. It's just insane. You guys have to Google it. But once a year on Halloween, they used to, pre, you know, the C-word, they used to have a seance there. And I was just mm. telling my best friend, I want to go. But I don't want anybody to know who I am. Uh, go. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So bump of the night stuff happens all the time, and um, I, I so so I want to say something to you, Joy. Like, because sometimes yeah. you're you know a little bit skeptical, and I always tell people like you know people that are skeptical just haven't experienced a lot of it or enough of it yet, and it sounds mm-hmm. like how you have. Mm-hmm. And so, Troy, I'm curious to know though. Question for you: Have you not experienced paranormal? Nothing really stands out to me yet. No. Okay, and, so and how, this, know, is, this is the problem with Troy. So take him to the mansion. To the <laughs> stairs, well, I mean, you know, we we live to we live close to what would be considered one of the most haunted places in the world, and that's Gettysburg, yeah. PA. Oh man, know. I really want to go. That's yeah. so. There are places that you know, as I'm kind of maturing in my gifts and feeling more safe and secure with things, that there are places mm-hmm. that I want to go. Like I really want to go to New Orleans. I'm very called to that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. I'm very called to um the, like the civil war stuff so so look yeah. for the neighborhood <laughs> but, oh yeah yeah but yeah but definitely where there's places where there's death and grief and stuff like that even cemeteries that's why there's mm-hmm. real activity there because they're they're more concentrated there because there's yeah grief and loss yeah Maybe that's something we should do, Troy. We should one day just go on like a um like and and do a recording of a podcast at like um at a at, yeah, like I said, yeah, coming live, huh? No <laughs> well, you do it at night, and where there'll be can- will there be candles and black cats? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, that kind of that, that gave me chills just thinking about doing that. Yeah, I, don't I know you're not allowed to take things past dusk either, so. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe you guys will find a local person and that'll come. So for me, mm-hmm. I do do some stuff like that, but I'm very much a remote viewer because I'm clairvoyant and I don't like to say it a lot because that has a very interesting connotation and everything you think about it is true. And so, so that's most of how I operate. I had the occasion about a month ago, some people that owned a cave system in the South, there was yeah. a civil war cave. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even know 
there was such a thing as civil war caves, but they contacted mm. me because they've been having some things. And so um, they gave me a map and I was able to accurately describe the historical stuff and like things and just, you know, so, so I'm much more of a remote viewer bump in the nighter. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I don't, yeah, go ahead, I don't know what, I don't know what you're allowed to touch on and what you're allowed to say. Obviously I know there's, you know, confidentiality sure. and stuff like that. Did you ever have any famous spirits reach out to you? Mm. Okay. This is story time. You ready? <laughs> yes. Is there really truly a confidentiality with dead spirit, like dead people? No, though? no all the time. I'll, I'll talk about it all the time. I don't care. So, okay. Um, okay. So my sister passed in March of 2016. I don't talk about this too much because in my mind, I'm like, Amy, you're crazy. Don't tell them that. <laughs> Don't say it. But I do talk about it. Um, so that was March of 2016. In January 2016, backing up about three months, uh, and I was totally asleep. I was totally asleep. I was at my job. I was just doing my corporate thing. Like, you know, I was not like this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in January of 2016, I started hearing a man talk to me. And um it it became very intense it became outside of my head it was in my head it became outside of my head i began um seeing things i began hearing this person commentating on television shows like like it was funny to him he would need to talk to me and i um and then i began having dreams and the voice of the man that was talking to me was australian which i love the Aussie people so much i have such an affinity for australia okay and so the dream that I had, though, and the voice that appeared was Michael Hutchins from NXS. Oh, oh, wow. Whoa. And I seriously thought you were going to say the crocodile hunter. But uh... <laughs> oh, Michael Hutchins from NXS. Wow. Wait, my, my, my hair is standing up, so I don't talk about it. <laughs> so, so Michael Hutchins from NXS, I, I firmly believe um, I have a very special connection with him. I have a lot of, I've handwritten a bunch of books, channeled from him, all sorts of stuff. But here's the kicker. Like I have a, I had a lot of time with him. Here's mm-hmm. the kicker. Here's why I believe it's true. A couple of years ago, I did a different radio show for um, some people that are syndicated. And he asked me the same thing. And I don't talk about it. I always talk about my sister because I think I'm batshit crazy. Excuse my language. I talk <laughs> about okay. my but I talk, it just came out of my mouth. Yeah. And the, the host said to me, he like paused and he took a breath and he said, Michael Hutchins was one of my best friends when he was alive. Oh, and so wow. we had a beautiful talk about Michael Hutchins. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. I was like, that's the end of it. Because I, mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't talk about it publicly until then. It just flew out. So oh, yes, wow. yes, famous people. Um, Many I've talked to, so a lot of the people that I um, that have come to me are in um, the music industry. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because they're tied to him or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been celebrities on the other side that I've turned away because they have not processed their trauma, um, and it's entirely too ugly for me to allow to merge with. Um, okay. I turned away. There was a um, an EDM uh, person named Avicii that that. Um, took his own life several years ago and he had come to me twice oh, yeah. and it was just so ugly that I could not do with him. I have also turned away Michael Jackson many, many times because the little things that he showed me were so vile that I want nothing to do with him. Like when you say so vile, you mean like things that he has been accused of? Yeah, yeah. The documentaries. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Times, times I was like, oh man. Oh man. So yeah, so Michael Hutchins, uh, Michael Jackson. Um, I had 
um oh my golly george michaels they always have something they want to share george michael yeah this is what i've learned from from each and every celebrities particularly in mus musicians that have come forward they really did have a message to share and their gift was their them the music mm -hmm. of their voice they were the gift and so so one of the books that i've written with michael hutchins and others is the gift of that person and george michael had a beautiful message about um being who you are being true to yourself um, all sorts of beautiful stuff like that. Another person that I worked with was Andy Whitfield. He was an actor. He was in Spartacus. I don't know if you guys saw Spartacus. Oh, oh first I... season. Then he passed of cancer, and they they brought a second one on. But hmm. he had such a beautiful message about enjoying the moment, just being. Yeah. Now you mentioned some of these things are too vile. Like, um, mm -hmm. are they are like are they to the point where you don't want to let them in because it affects you in some way or yes. yeah 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 it's not it's not something that i want to absorb in my psyche as kami the person gotcha. i don't want to have to live with these things okay That's so like you see you see some of the images of what they have done what they did with their okay. life yeah and you know and oftentimes particularly with celebrities um they'll want to talk about their their actual passing over mm -hmm. and so um and and some of those are pretty gruesome yeah um and so i don't want to um witness that no no i wouldn't blame it's not you for, i don't want to witness it it's not that it's something i would ever want to see and i'll ever see in this world in this realm and i don't want to see it there either mm -hmm. great questions huh. Man, mm -hmm. that's really interesting stuff, though. Like, to think. Let me like, tell you what, one of my favorite people that passed over and it was just a hate was Liberace. He is phony. Really? <laughs> it's funny. What he said to me, the first thing he said to me was, like, how could you have not known? <laughs> he was, you know, his position. And I was like, oh, you're right. We all knew. <laughs> yeah, right. You were believing anybody. That's kind of interesting. Like, has anyone, mm -hmm. like, famous, um, like, communicated anything that you there's no way you would have never known and then you do some research yes. and find out oh wow that makes yes. sense now every single one of them because uh, it's such like a in in a lot of the famous people came very early on for me as i've worked mm -hmm. with others you know I, I i don't i don't spend a lot of time just channeling for myself mm -hmm. um um one more time. What did you ask? I'm sorry, I got lost for a second. Oh, I was just saying, like, uh, like anybody famous, like, ever try to, like, did they ever communicate anything to you to the point where you're like, you never oh, knew anything that. about that, and then you yeah. did some research and found out, wow, that's kind of true. Michael Hutchins a lot because mm -hmm. it was such like an unbelievable thing, and and um, part of my story too is right before my sister happened, two days before I had called my psychic Margaret and told her I'm either having something crazy happen or I'm schizophrenic. And, um, but mm. Michael Hutchins a lot, I would go through and look things up like that. He owned like a old red Porsche. I think it was, I don't know. Why would I care? Um, yeah. just really weird stuff like that. Um, I had Corey Haim come to me quite a bit mm -hmm. and I actually asked him to handwrite his signature and he did. And I went and matched it on the internet to his signature. Corey Haim. Oh, wow. Little heart. So he actually left like a, a physical yeah for you mm -hmm. yeah i asked oh, him wow. on the channel remember i write i handwrite things out i handwrite out messages and huh. so i asked him to to do that and remember my gift with folks that have crossed over is merging they share my body That's mm -hmm. how yeah. my voice changes and so it took a lot for him to do it but he did it okay 
Well, Kami, if anything ever happens to me, I want you to get in touch with Troy and uh and i want to have some conversations with him because i want to i want to i want to make i want to make him a believer and and freak him out at the same time yeah <laughs> we're gonna have to light some candles and get a cat but we can get it done i don't, That's I don't right. need a ouija board do i uh, those are a whole different conversation That's yeah right funny. That's a whole different That's rabbit hole as we say right <laughs> yeah uh, oh yeah, my gosh yeah so so kind of, you know, to close things out, um, you know, is there anything that you see with Troy and I? Yeah, that's great. Um, give me just a, a second. I want to like sure. shut down them, shut down myself and then tune into you guys as individuals. So give me just a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, so for Troy... I don't see, I just want to say, I don't see any issue with that child that's coming. Um, that child is like here and hugging you. And so, and very, like, I can see that child growing into maturity. So I don't see anything with that. Do you know what the sex of it is? I'm super curious. It's a boy. It's a boy. Okay. <laughs> um, speaking of cats, either of you have a cat, did have a cat? Mm-hmm. Like I do. over or now? Now? Um, no, still around. I have two still here. Okay, well, still here. You got anybody got a big boy? Yeah, mine's kind of big. You got, you got a big boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's pretty big. Yeah. Right? And it's Mel. <laughs> What's his name? Jensen. Jensen. Yeah. Okay, so just know that he's coming forward too. Um, has, is he indoor outdoor? Uh, yeah, he he's indoor. Yep. He's indoor. Has he been indoor his whole life? Pretty much, yeah. He oh, likes to go outside for about uh, 30 seconds, and then he wants to go back in. <laughs> okay, that's kind of interesting, because he's talking about, like, like like that, like like outdoors and, like, um, and stuff like that. So that's interesting. Um, I don't necessarily have anything from him. I don't know that I have anything from you, for you guys, to be honest with you. Like, I'm, okay. I'm kind of, like, excited to have chatted. Um, I don't know that there's necessarily anything. I mean, there's things coming. There's a lot of things coming. Sure. And... Um, overarchingly, Howie, like I would want to talk to you about being concerned about depression or anything that's happening like that in the near future with you. I don't know what you're feeling lately, but I do feel mm-hmm. like that's in your energy field. I don't um, know what that's about. It's, you don't it's, have to comment. Well, no, that's fine. Um, I, I work in the field of mental health. Oh. So, um, oh. so, so oh. I, I deal with it personally just because it's a lot of stress and, yeah. um, and I deal with a lot of I deal with a lot of negative negativity, you know, sure around wears me. off on you after a while. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. It so. does. And and I just I guess when I give you like a, you know, uh, I guess just a little bit of a warning to watch your own mental health, because there's definitely depression in your own personal energy field coming around you. Mm-hmm. Also for you, are you a bad eater? No, actually, no. He's a bad eater. Either of you? Um, I can be. I go in spurts. <laughs> okay, whatever. So I'm just going to say. Got I'm a cake under the table as we speak. I said he has a cake under the table as we speak. No. I love cake. <laughs> so <laughs> I just have a, a warning about that. Um, so just just watch that as you age. Um, but I don't necessarily yeah. have like anything for you guys. I'm sorry. I was just so excited fun. to talk about everything else. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we. That's probably it was good. A though. lot of fun. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you both. Yeah, of sure. Course. So, no psychic Kami. It's K A M I. And yeah, real, real quick, how, where did your mom come up with that name? That's that's an interesting name. 
So thanks for asking. In Sanskrit, it means wished for, but my mom said the most beautiful woman she ever saw in college was named Kami. Get out of here. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and she was lazy with it. My sister's Micah, so I'm K-A-M-I, and she was M-I-K-A. <laughs> oh, Come my. on, Judy. All the same <laughs> letters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yes, yeah, so psychicamia.com, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, my email is psychicamia at Gmail. There's a ton of ways to get a hold of me. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see yep. you guys again, that's for sure. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah, a lot so of reach fun. out to her. You know, however, whatever platform you have to get out and reach to her, please do so. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a lot of fun to chat with. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, She's gonna work on those skeptics out there, including myself. Now, I'm not. I'm not a full blown skeptic. I'm not like, oh, there's no way that's true or whatever. But you know, do you have a sibling, Troy? Do you have a sibling? I do. Yeah. How's your sibling? How is she, or how old is she? How is she? Uh, she's okay. I haven't seen her in a little bit. They just moved to South Carolina at the end of last year. One hundred percent. You need to like be in closer contact with your sister right now. Hmm. That's okay. my message for you. I didn't think she Maybe is give her a call. In the beginning of June. So. Huh. <laughs> I, th- I think she is visiting the beginning of June, so. That's good. Don't wait that yeah. long. Okay. Give her a call and then let us know how she's doing. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I want to I hear that story if you do make that phone call, Troy. Yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to her. All right. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you again, Kami. Yes, so. thank You're you so welcome. much. Thank Appreciate you so much for having it. me.
This concludes our broadcast day. Click. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Please share, rate, review, all that fun stuff. Let your friends know you heard it right here on Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. And we'll see you next week. Until next week, stay tuned.